Welcome to Digging Into a Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Taylor Coaching. Okay, well, it's day 11, so good to be with you. Yesterday we saw how Peter and John um, had such boldness in front of the Jewish leaders. In fact, there was a verse that I didn't really have a chance to dig into, and it's a shame because it's a spectacular verse. It's uh, verse 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished. Uh, I love this verse because that's exactly what they were. They were uh, uneducated common men who were filled with the Holy Spirit, and that is the distinctive. And that is great reason to be astonished. And um, yeah, let's, let's use that as the backdrop for today because this theme very much continues on. So uh, let's go and dig in. This is Acts chapter 4, starting at verse 23. When they were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, Why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly, in this city there were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness, while you stretch out your hand to heal, and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and continued to speak the word of God with all boldness. That... Uh, phrase boldness, uh, that word enters into this section two times. And um, okay, so let me give you a thought. Um, you know, in the United States, we have enjoyed being a, a Christian society for the last 250 years. And uh, it, it was a good ride. Um, someone asked me the other day, doesn't it make you sad that our country is walking away from its uh, Christian morals and values? And uh, I felt kind of weird answering the question because it was very disappointing to this person. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, there's two reasons for that. Um, the first is, is that I don't believe that the fight to apply particular morals onto society is a fight that's worth really fighting. Um, so check this out. So the strategy to change individuals by changing society, I just don't think it's very effective. I think it is far better to change society by helping individuals to change. And that's really what the narrative was for our country in so many ways that like there were a lot of individuals that had Christian morals and in the democratic process, we were able to write laws and to, um, you know, be in a, in a, in a Christian um, mindset, you know, as a society. And, you know, that, that's just changed over time. And so, you know, the, the government and the way things work are naturally going to change. And 
that really doesn't bother me at all. I'm, I'm much more concerned about the heart of individuals than just the, the greater society. I know that that sounds weird, and I'm going to give you more on that when we get to Acts chapter 5, but um, it's just something I believe deeply. The other reason that I believe um, that <laughs> it's, it, it, doesn't, it shouldn't make me sad that we're walking away is that I believe that the church has always been better when it operates on the fringe. Okay, so um, I know that that sounds weird, but it is a rare thing that Christianity has been accepted by government or accepted by the society at large. Um, whenever in history a Christian mindset has been prescribed on uh, a group of people, on a nation, um, it, the, the outcome has really become a watered-down and comfortable faith. And I hate that. Like, that's just so not the way it's supposed to be. I, I, the phrase I put on it is assumed Christianity. And assume Christianity tends to lack boldness. Um, you know, this group of believers in this section, man, <laughs> they were bold. They were deeply rooted in their faith and undeterred by what it could cost them. I think I'd like to see more of that. And if we as a, a country or a society lose our Christian values like collectively, but us as individuals become more bold and rely on the Holy Spirit more and more um, because of it, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm with it, man. Living like nothing can steal your joy, not arrest, not persecution, not even death. <laughs> that requires real boldness. And I'd like to see more of that. All right. That's all I have for today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow as we continue on with chapter four. I'll see you then.